Welcome to Rob McRunning Real Talk, uh, Series 2, Episode 4, with AD or Jay Cactus, uh, producer, rapper, YouTube, YouTuber, sorry, um, good friend. Um, how are you doing? I'm all good. All good. I like that introduction. You're a bit Sound of a... like an all-arounder. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bit of a pro in the, uh, the <laughs> podcast game, aren't you? This is, uh, we're doing this from the first time from... Uh, Jay Cactus Studios. So uh, this is very different to me being sat in my house on uh, on my phone, trying to link in with somebody somewhere else and do it. So this is uh, next level um, podcasting. Now this is even different to mine though, because when I do it, I do it obviously on video calls through a site called Riverside. So I'll be at one location, the guest is at the other location. So I think this is the first time I've done it where we're both in the same room. Well, it's not like the perfect setup right now, though, is it? We're sharing a mic. I mean, yeah, but... it's better than what <laughs> I've right. been used to. So we'll same structure, this. it's 25 minutes, um, talking basically about uh, this, well, this series is is people who run businesses, entrepreneurs, whatever you want to call yourselves, who manage to fit training in, particularly running, but, but just training in general. Um, so first of all, I guess this is a big, like, Fuck you to everyone who thinks, you know, this isn't a business, um, producing YouTubing isn't a business, because we talked about this just before this podcast, and, uh, you know, the, the people that sort of say, oh, this is not a proper job, and times are changing, uh, it is a proper job, podcasting, YouTubing, producing, it's not the nine-to-five mundane job, it's it's a new age, new age job, isn't it, but yeah. still you have to fit in training and running, Um and I'm not saying you made it because you're on Robert Running Real Talk Series two uh, <laughs> business season, but um, you know what I mean. You're 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 an entrepreneur, and you managed to fit. Um, you know you're running and and well not so much you're running, but you're training into it as well. So yeah. just talk us through your your day to day, your day to day, how you you do it, what you do, and and then how you train at the same time. So just my like my day to day schedule. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, it's, it's different like most days. Um, and even like my training that's like changed recently, but my main focus at the moment is the YouTube channel. So every Monday I film for YouTube and edit the video. Cause right now I'm just doing like the majority of the stuff myself. So yeah, Mondays is usually like filming, editing, um, producing any other bits that I need to do. And then the next day on Tuesday, I'll have to finish the edit and then you know, any other like admin bits that come up, producing, like making exclusive tracks, whatever it might be. Yeah. Wednesday is another filming day that follows into the Thursday. And then Friday is usually a day where I'm like, right, okay, I can just focus most of my time on music. Yeah. Um, so there's somewhat of a structure every week. Let's as see. long as I get my work done, you know what I mean? Like it doesn't matter what time I start, but yeah, yeah, I've, yeah. I've tried to have a somewhat <clears throat> of a schedule. And for training, I mainly do it in the morning. I feel like... I don't know, I just like to get it out of the way and it sets me up for the day. I don't know about you, but if I train if I train in the morning, like before work, yeah, I'm definitely more productive. Because if I just get out of bed, have a shower, eat some food and then start work, mm. I still feel a bit slumped. But yeah, if yeah. I'm out the house, if I'm training, exercising, you come back, your adrenaline is up, mm. you're just ready for the day. So yeah, I, I much prefer training in the morning. Um, I don't really do any running anymore. I've tried I've tried before, even from like going on some runs with you. Yeah. But I don't know, I just couldn't I couldn't get into it. It's, I get it, I get it because obviously I'm the same when I try and go to the gym, I, I last 
days doing it and then I'm yeah. like, ah, oh, I can't do this. And and I get it when people are like, yeah, I just can't, I can't get into the running. Can't get the run bug. Like running for you is probably, well, it's not even, is it even on your priority list? It's probably like priority like nine, isn't it? You've just listed yeah. all the things you do there, YouTubing and editing videos and yeah. it sounds structured, but then the gym as well. And it's a kind of like, you know, that, I guess, you know, what you do is, is a very creative thing and and yeah with you talking about the exercise first thing in the morning yeah i don't particularly work in a creative environment but but my i can relate to the exercise first thing in the morning and be thinking yeah this sets me up for the day i'm ready i'm i'm firing like it's the adrenaline it's the endorphins yeah and without them you wonder if it would impact your work you know are you, are you linking the exercise whether it's gym or running with with the quality of your your producing and your creativeness I say definitely. I mean, there's so many health benefits to exercising. So even just what I was saying earlier about feeling like you're in a slump sometimes if you just get up, especially because I work from home as well. I have a home studio set up. Yeah. So if I don't go out and exercise or go to the gym, I don't leave my house. I'm just up, eat, shower and then work. So it's like you're still in that. I don't know. It's a strange mentality where I don't know, you just feel like you're not really up because you haven't even seen daylight yet. You haven't been outside. Been outside, yeah. So I think that plays a big part in it. Whereas if I was going somewhere else to work, like if I had to leave my house and travel to work, then maybe that would wake me up a bit. But the fact that I wouldn't even leave my house in the morning if I didn't exercise, then yeah. I think that would play a big part. Yeah, that's interesting actually because that's probably a new thing in it the last year or two years now and yeah. that people have you know been forced to work from home in some cases. And... Um, you know that's now become a, a you know a normal thing for people to work from home through yeah. the week and and I guess running or exercising going to the gym or whatever it is you decide to do people listening to this will be able to relate and say you know what yeah if I didn't do that I wouldn't leave the house either and I I do leave the house every day to go to work but if I was in the position where I was working from home I think I'd make sure I was it probably make me want to run outside even more because yeah. I think. I need to get outside because if I don't, like I said, I'm going to be sat in my house until I go back to bed again. Yeah. Um, and plus you have more time for it as well because yeah. if you're working in the office, some people have a commute that might last an hour long in the mm. morning and then an hour again, like if you're stuck in traffic after work. So that's two hours out of every day mm. that's just gone on traveling. Whereas if you're working from home, that's two hours that you could do your running or training or Whatever, need, whatever you need to do. I feel like you just get so much more of your life back once you actually do work from home. Mm. I think you get different benefits of being in a working environment where you get like the, the social aspects of it, talking to people, but I feel like you do lose a lot of your time, a lot of your life having to travel somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can be commuting for, you know, what, two hours a day in some cases, can't you? So getting yeah. that time back, like whether it's a gym session or running, you know, if I, I went for a run this morning, it took me half an hour, I was literally... Yeah. door to door like I went out the door I ran and I was back in half an hour I'd done whatever I'd done four miles and it's like yeah like, you know that's if that commute is two hours over a day and you squeeze a, a half an hour running it's like you've still got that spare time it's, it's yeah. important and the same with the gym session if you if you're that way inclined that the gym's your thing then you can be in and out of the gym in I don't know how long are you normally in and out of the gym in about an hour 45 minutes in, in some cases I guess yeah, usually, usually about an hour and a half if you include like your like your warm ups and your mm. cool downs at the end. Like I'll usually finish it with like I don't know, maybe like fifteen minutes on the bike or something. So mm. if you include all of that, then about yeah, an hour and a half maybe. Yeah, yeah. 
So torturous then, um, obviously it's, it is sort of running related, but torturous in terms of your relationship with running, you said, and I know obviously because we've done it together, but you've done yeah. a little bit of running and then you sort of blow hot and cold with <laughs> it. Obviously I, I don't, I'm always doing it, but I can relate to it through how I am with the gym. Yeah. Um, so where are you at there? Are you doing it because it's part of a training plan? Is it not something you enjoy doing, but you've, if you have to do it because it's part of a uh, whatever result, wherever you're trying to get to in the gym? Is that your relationship with running? Like it's not something you choose to do, but if you have to do it, you do it. Yeah, definitely. I wouldn't say I, I love running. I do love the feeling after though. Like mm-hmm. once I've finished a run, like, yeah, I feel amazing. But I think I mainly don't run because it wouldn't really get me the goal that I'm trying to get. Mm-hmm. Um. So right now, well, right now it's, it's changed like a, about a month ago. I've hired an online coach and he does all of my programs for me, like my diet, my training. Mm-hmm. And to get to where I want to be, running just isn't in that. There's some form of like cardio, like I said, maybe 15 minutes on the bike or 15 minutes on the stepper, but it's always mm-hmm. something that's going to be like, I don't know, getting your muscles going as, as well. I feel like with running, for me personally anyway, because I'm naturally a slim guy, if I run a lot, I just, I don't know, I, can't, I can never like pack on weight. Yeah. It's just so hard. I'd have to eat so many calories. So <laughs> I, think, I think that's the main thing. I think because my goal isn't to, because my, like goal, my end goal, my physique that I want isn't like a Mo Farah look. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Of is, yeah. I think that probably plays a big factor. So right now I'm just listening to the the online coach, give him doing whatever he gives me to do. Yeah. And his cardio is like the bike or the stepper or something else, which is it's yeah. obviously intense in it running, even if it's a five K. Yeah. Um which knows the idea behind this podcast is people are listening to it while they're doing a five K, which is supposed yeah. to be twenty five to thirty minutes. Even doing a twenty five, thirty minute five K is is gonna be shredding it's gonna be shredding weight off you. Yeah. Um probably more so, like you said, than, than you wanna do if you you know, if you're trying to reach a, a goal which is putting on muscle, it's gonna certainly slow you down doing that, isn't it? And um Yeah. I don't know the ins and outs of it, but from what my coach has said, it's like if you can he has got this thing where it's like, okay, when you're doing your cardio, it will be at a certain heart rate. Mm. So Again, I don't know like the exact science behind it, but apparently when you do like cardio at a certain heart rate, you're more shredding like fat and you're not really like burning into your muscle. Because yeah. if, for example, you're running marathons all the time, you just eat into your muscle because yeah. you, I don't know how it works in your body, but it's like yeah, yeah, they yeah. need that extra energy. So, so you've got to find that balance where you're not, not yeah. slimming down. Like you said, if you're naturally skinny, um, but you are still doing an element of cardio just to keep you sort of whatever yeah. is healthy or, you know, your heart rate up or whatever it is. You, you know, people say like, oh, you need to do some cardio. Like even if you are trying to put on weight, still get the cardio done. And yeah, um, yeah, it's interesting. It's um, it's again, it's a relationship with running, isn't it? That's that is, it serves a purpose when you need it to. Uh, like I said, we've done Definitely. quite a bit of running together. Um I think it's great fitness though. Like like I said, I love it after a run. I love the feeling that you get. I think mm. it's just my personal goal it doesn't really align with running every day. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, uh, yeah, I get it. But um, it's interesting. So, so focusing on like the training side of things, like I said, you, you try and get up and as obviously I can relate to that, I get yeah. up. First thing is, first thing I do is, is run before I've eaten. Do you eat before, do you eat, did you say you eat and then you go and train or? Yeah, yeah. I'll usually have something, like in the morning I'll just have, something that can kind of get into my system quick, like a shake. Like I'll have like oats mm. and protein and blend that up so I can just drink it. Yeah. So I feel like it kind of kicks in a bit quicker that way. Yeah, Must yeah, get yeah. food to your system quicker. But yeah, that's, I'll usually just get up, 
have a shake and then go after like half an hour. Okay. And that's probably, again, geared towards if, if you've got a, a coach who's doing your training plan yeah. to like go, yeah, you need to get those calories in. Whereas I'm, I mean, I don't, I don't go running to try and be as skinny as I possibly can. Um, yeah. I've just from day got into a habit of, of just running on an empty stomach. It's just what I do. I don't change it. Even if it's a marathon, I don't change it. I just, I don't eat before I go running. And it's not for any reason. I don't do that because I think, oh yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to do, I know you can do fasted cardio and all that kind of thing. It's not, it's not that I do that because of that. It's just how I've always done it. But it's interesting to talk to somebody who's got a different goal, which is putting on weight, which is obviously would in my world would never, I would never be on a training plan to put on weight. If anybody knows me, it's like, not that I run to lose weight, but I, I run to to stay trim and enjoy food, basically. Um, yeah. And because I enjoy it and the endorphins. But it's it's interesting when people are like, oh yeah, I, you know, I eat before it because it's part of my plan to to eat and pack, you know, food in and and then also train. It's, it's yeah. generally if you're trying to put muscle or or weight on, isn't it that people do that? Yeah. Well, I've I've noticed the energy change as well. <laughs> so if I, like, I've tried both. I've tried just getting up and going straight to the gym because it, I think it saves you some time. Like I'll, mm. I'll get up, for example, in the morning, have a shake and I'm like, well, I've got to sit around for half an hour before I train now. Yeah. But if I, if I don't do that and I go, then I, I notice like a big dip in energy when I'm at the gym. So I guess it's for performance reasons that you want to mm. eat before, but everyone's built different. Like you can just get up and run on an empty stomach yeah. and be fine. Yeah. Whereas I know if I did that, I'd suffer, <laughs> like definitely, compared to if I had a meal before. You'd be struggling so, all the way through it. Yeah, yeah maybe it's a personal reaction, thing. isn't it? But, definitely. Um, so in terms of your training, obviously, you've now got a, a, a coach. Obviously, I've known you a long time. Your training's been been up and down. You've gone through stages of smashing it and religiously eating yeah. the right stuff and then being like, you know what, can't be bothered with this, don't want to do it. So, so you're on it right now. Is this a new age of like, right, this is the goal, this is what I'm going to do? Obviously, you've got, you, you know, you started, when did you start doing the producing again? It was like a year and a bit, a year and a half ago. When, it, I, went like, when I went ago? all out with it, that was two years ago, I think. Is that how long it's been? Yeah, maybe just over. So you've been doing that two years. So you've now, you're now very successful and, and settled in, in doing what you're doing. You can sort of focus on the, the training again, yeah. which again, people listening to this, it's business. It's the whole point of this series is, is people who are running businesses, who are entrepreneurs, who are doing running their own shit and, and going, right, how do I train? How do I fit training in? Yes, I'm my own boss. So it's, you know, I had somebody on who was like, I'm my own boss. It's easier to train. Yeah. And I've had other people on that are like, I'm my own boss. It's impossible because I've got 25 other things that I've got to do yeah. before I even think about training. So how do you, you, you know, you mentioned it before, obviously you go training in the morning before you sort of get going. Is that working for you in terms of that's like, I can do that because, like you said, if you have to work a bit later, yeah, you work for yourself. It's easy enough to do. Yeah, that's it. I can just I can just be flexible with it now, so I kind of know what needs to be done for the day. Yeah. Um. I think when I when I first left work like two years ago, mm. I left at a point where it was lockdown as well, so there weren't any gyms open. Oh, it wasn't yeah, lockdown yeah. straight away, but after a while, oh, lockdown hit. Off, yeah. So there weren't any gyms open anyway mm. and at that point I was still learning a, a lot so I was spending like at least like 12 hours a day like working and trying to learn because yeah. this was like the first well it is the first business that I've set up so not only mm. do I need to learn more about producing but I had to learn all the business aspects of it as of course, well yeah. I'm still learning now but 
at that point I was like religiously like just studying everything, just trying to absorb as much information as possible. Mm. So it would have been hard at that point to train. Obviously it was lockdown, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. so you know, I couldn't do it anyway. But now, now I've kind of set everything up to the point where I've, I feel like I have probably have like a little bit more time just because I've automated certain things mm. or I'm more comfortable with certain things. So like yeah. my editing videos, for example, I can do that quicker than when mm. I first started because yeah, I've learned yeah. skills, I've learned the shortcuts. So now that I'm two years in, yeah, I think I, I don't know. I just know how to balance my time a bit more now. Yeah. And like we were saying, I've got the, the freedom to do it. So if, for example, I want to spend a bit longer in the gym, I just make sure that I put in like an extra hour mm. of work and just finish a bit later. So yeah. as long as I get the jobs done and put the time in then. Yeah, it's interesting. I guess that, that's where you're different to some other people I've interviewed on this series is that you know, I've interviewed account directors or you know salon owners who if you train, if they trained for an extra half an hour in the morning, yeah, it couldn't eat into their day because actually they, they provide a, a, whether it's a public service or they've got clients right. or they've got hours that they need, you know, a, a govern, if you want to say governed by what they work a certain hours or yeah. you couldn't say if you own a salon, oh, I'm going to work, I'm going to go in the gym for half an hour longer. Because, yeah, just open up later. Because you can't open up later yeah. because you've got, you've got an appointment, but whereas you, is it running a business, but you're running it in a way that actually I can work later because I'm not yeah. directly working with people sort of that I've got to be there available. And, and I guess that's, in some ways, it's an easier way of fitting your training because it's like you said, if you're feeling it and you want to do that, you you can. Um, yeah, definitely. And and it's not going to impact you how, how it would impact somebody who is running a, a public service or, or, you know, something that requires you to be there at the time. You can You can make up the time. Yeah, that's the beauty of an online business, it, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, um, it plays into it quite nicely, doesn't it? Definitely. Um, so we've covered uh, a lot of the, the training aspects there. Obviously, like I said at the start, you're, you know, you're a producer, you're a, a YouTuber. Um, so it wouldn't be right not to talk about, which we've talked about quite a bit, yeah. not for a while, but um, running to music and, and raps and beats. And, and I know we've talked about all sorts of stuff to do with, you know, I've actually gone the opposite way. I don't even listen to music when I run now. And uh, Scott, who you know, does listen to music, and he gave me some some shit the other week because I um, I was blasting his his hard house that he was listening <laughs> to. Um, what about you when you when you're training, running, whatever? Like, obviously, you 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 sort of you've been in the the sort of hip hop world and then the producing world. Have you got yeah. a go to? Do you listen to music when you train? Do you, do you not? Do you listen to your own music? Do you listen to Podcast, what what are you listening to when you're training? Or no, if, I, if I'm training, training, it has to be music, definitely. Right. If I'm doing some kind of cardio, like light cardio, I can put on a podcast then. Yeah. But if I'm training, like either running, or maybe running I could put on a podcast, but if I'm doing something like fairly intense, it, it has to be music. Mm -hmm. Like I, I, if I ever leave my AirPods or headphones at home, I hate it. Like even, <laughs> you know, when you get to the gym and you have to listen to their <laughs> shit music, whatever they're playing, like that's the worst. So yeah, it has to be music and it's usually... Yeah, it's usually hip hop. Sometimes there'll be like a, a little bit of a change, but for the most part, it's hip hop. And because it's like intense training, I, I usually like something aggressive. Mm -hmm. Like this morning, it might have been what was I listening to this morning? Just something kind of heavy. It might be like I think Nipsey Hussle was on this morning. Um, Kevin Gates, even like Eminem's perfect for training because it's just like aggressive stuff. And because I make drill music, I also that's like my chance to listen to new drill music as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The style that I'm I'm known for in drill is quite like fast tempo. It's quite dark. It's quite aggressive. So 
when I'm training, I tend to like put new albums on in that genre to see what the, the latest wave is. It's like a perfect time to like listen yeah, yeah, and still is, yeah. kind of educate yourself as well. You're kind of like, still right. working while you're training. It's like, <laughs> yeah, it's I guess idea, so. It? It's yeah. like, all right, this is what's <laughs> popping right now. I kind of know what, what I need to work on. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's it for the most part. Yeah. It's, I've read something about that and it might be something that you get into eventually. You might have already thought about getting into it, but there's uh, obviously in terms of flipping it back to running and, and the running game and people running to, and you might know more about this, but certain songs that are like specific beats per minute and they're yeah. like, right, I run to that because that is the tempo I need to run. If I thought I'd do a three-hour marathon. Yeah. I've got to run at whatever tempo. And there's actually songs out there. You can go on Spotify or Apple Music or whatever and search for these tracks that are like... Oh, I think you've mentioned it before. Yeah, it's like 100 BPM or 90 yeah, BPM. Yeah, something or, like that. Nine, yeah, I was going to say 90 In between 100. that range, wasn't it? Yeah, and you can actually pick it and go, right, I'm going to run at that particular level. I think I, yeah. I forget, I got I actually got a device, and I forgot the, the name of it, and it, it beeps at 90 or 100 RPM, uh, 100 beats per minute. Yeah. And you stick it to yourself, and, and your men are like, listen to it and, and run in, in time with it, and that will inadvertently make you if you run in that beat make you run at whatever it is a 315 or a 320 whatever you set it at so that's like matching your steps to yeah, the beat. yeah yeah so there's probably somewhere out there a, a, a market for I don't know how many people are doing that or how many people are going to do that in the future but yeah. a market to go right you can actually produce beats and music that are at that particular thing that people can listen to who want to do you know, a 30, yeah. a 30, whatever it is, a, you know, a set time marathon or a set time 10K or whatever. And it's, um, yeah, it's um, it's crazy to to think that how music can basically impact like everything, beats and music and producing. Like you said, you listen to something aggressive because that obviously yeah. gets you fired up. If you're listening to folk music, you wouldn't be <laughs> yeah, yeah. wanting to sling a heavy weight up there. <laughs> and, um, you know, like I said, I talked about Scott before he listens to like, this sort of whatever whatever it was called like house music and it makes him like up for it, it makes him want to run hard and, and and go hard at it and it's there's obviously a market there somewhere for beats and music that you know can be run to because people are out there listening to all sorts of stuff some people listen hopefully listen to this while they're running um no definitely it's quite so a, many correlations it'd be like a niche to area to hit but yeah sometimes that's the best area to hit when you yeah. find that niche audience. I've never looked into it. I know you've mentioned it before, and I, yeah. I think I searched for a playlist just to see what kind of tracks were on there. But, yeah, I mean, that that would be good for, for someone to get involved in to, to kind of hit that niche. Yeah, get some beats created. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Get a, a beats to run to playlist out <laughs> yeah. there on Spotify, get people Definitely. listening in. So, to be honest, I was saying that, I bet, because obviously I'm, like, involved in the producer community, mm. which is completely different to the running community. Like, mm, producers yeah. are notorious for sitting at home all day, never exercising or doing anything. So yeah. that would be the last thing in their mind to think about, okay, I'm going to make a playlist that's aimed towards runners. Of so course, yeah, it might, yeah. it probably, there's probably space there to fill. Yes, it may get that, get that space. <laughs> yeah. So looking at your uh, mothership here, it looks like we're on like 23 minutes and we've been talking. So <laughs> just done a nice 5k in that time. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, what's your, what's your, I know you don't really do times, but what's your fastest 5k or what's your general, if you went out and did a 5k and you were kind of going for it, what would you be looking to do it in? Um, I mean, what was I doing? I think when I was doing like just a steady one and not really worrying, it was a good like five minutes per k. Yeah. But if I was like going for it, I'd want to, try and get somewhere around like 22 minutes, I think. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's decent to be fair. For Which isn't too bad to say. Run. I don't. It's I don't run. Someone who doesn't run. Yeah. yeah. So, what's the idea behind this podcast? Is people are listening, and the average time is twenty five to thirty minutes. So we've got we've got a little bit of time left. Hopefully, if if you're listening to this and you are um you you're coming towards the end of your five k, you might be uh a bit knackered right now. You probably are. I can relate to that. We can all relate to that. If you're twenty four minutes into yeah. a five k that takes you whatever, 28, 29 minutes, then keep going. You've got uh, a little bit left uh, of us talking and uh, you pushing through towards the end. What's so an average 5K? Apparently the average 5K in, in the UK is 25 to 30 minutes. Right. Um, which is why I keep this podcast between Around 25 and 30 because the idea is someone will go out and they can listen to one episode and when it finishes, yeah. their 5K finishes. So I try to end it around 28, 29 Sorry about those guys that are doing it in over 30, that I cut you off with three minutes to go or whatever. Just but, replay um, it. Yeah, just keep replaying it. I'll start it a little bit later or something. But, what but yeah, do you, what you, do you tell people it, who's, um, who, like someone who's trying to cut down the time, like let's say they're running 25 minutes for a 5K, but they want to get down to 22. Um, what do you usually recommend they do? It's literally repetition and practice. It is repetition and practice and, and um, yeah, just, just keep going out and, and hitting the same distance and just trying to go harder and with running it's weird it, it until you, you get down to like the 18 19 minute and when you, you're trimming off two seconds yeah when you're at 25 to 30 if you're doing it consistent it's consistency like anything if yeah, you, if yeah. You're consistently training and you get out and you do an extra 5k in the week um you know you end up to go from two to three or whatever your time yeah. will come down if you're up there in the 25 to 35 even your time is going to come down the more you you do it and you're going to find it hard like i did when you get to 20 minutes or 19 something and you're like ah, i'm trimming off a second or i'm actually a second slower than i was last week but yeah. when you're up there in this kind of time um it it's it's a lot easier to trim off 30 seconds or something like that but then some people that are doing it in this kind of time are, are not bothered about um, about times and that's fine if you're just yeah. out there running because you enjoy running then that's if you want to do 30 minutes every single time you go out it's doing you some good it's better than not going out and, and doing a run so do you think people should should like let's say for example again they just want to shave off a few minutes do you think mm. people would it be a better idea to like start off and just run quick and like really push yourself even if you don't end up finishing the 5k like you have to stop at like four and a half for example or do you think people should take it a bit slower and be like you still you should definitely just get through that 5k yeah i think so i think you should i mean and it got, goes against everything that like that couch to 5k says because that says like you know run a minute and then walk yeah. 90 seconds or whatever it is and yeah i just think and like i said this is, is on on people fact coach 5k has worked for a lot of people but my advice would just be like just go out and and do the 5k and if you if at some point you want to walk because you're tired, then walk. And if you want to run yeah. or we'll run for a bit longer, then it helps if you stick to the same route. If you've got yeah. a route that is 5K, say, from your house back to your house, and then you can be like, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to run to the end of the road, and then I'm going to walk. And then the next time or a few weeks later, you go, you know, I'm going to run past the end of the road to the next road, and then I'm going to walk. And right. just build yourself up that way. But I know the Couch 5K works because people uh, people like to be told what to do, don't you? Like, oh, yeah. now you can walk. And it's like, right, okay, I've got that. I can walk. And, and it's fine. It works for people. But the way I always looked at it was just like, because I, you know, I was at a stage once where I couldn't do 5K either. Like, I've yeah. been there. I can relate to people. And the way I did it, which I'm not saying works for everyone, was just to 
to do the 5k and if I had to walk walk and then if I walked a bit less the next time that was progress and right and just carry on until you know here I am and I still now I still look at it that way and think can I do an 18 and a half right now probably not that's my PB but probably couldn't do it right now yeah maybe do a 19 and a half or 20 or whatever I don't know but and I want to get back to there and go past it and but it's not gonna happen just overnight it's the only way it's gonna happen is if I just keep trying to to you know kill yourself and sometimes you do and and then you think, oh, yeah, I've just nailed it and I've done 19 minutes. Um, how did I ever do 18 and a half? But, yeah. And then I go and do it again and I get a little bit less than 19 and you're like, oh, all right, great. And sometimes it's just your day and you and you, you feel it and sometimes you don't. Um, Definitely. I think I've said that to you before. Sometimes I've been out and run. You can just get through a 5K easy, but then yeah. other days it's like, what's going on? Like my legs killing or It's like the sleep, it's the weather, yeah. it's what you've eaten, it's everything, so many, and if it's muddy, if it's not muddy, like so many things. Um, and then the other thing is, especially this time of year, is probably prominent in my mind, is, is goal setting. If you, um, you know, if you're doing a, if you do want to get quicker and you're doing a 28 minute 5K and you think, oh, you know what, I want to do a sub 25, then yeah. goal setting and saying, right, I'm going to do in 2022, I'm going to do a sub 25 minute 5K. And if you've got that goal set, you've got 12 months to hit it. It's like, it's just that it just makes you focused for, for me. And I think for a lot of people and probably for you within work as well and everything, training, work, whatever it is, if you've got a goal set um, that's achievable, because I don't think you should set goals like, you know, I wouldn't set a goal going, oh, I'm going to do a 15 minute 5K because the reality of me ever doing it is, is, pretty much impossible you, you yeah. set yourself up to fail but if you set a goal that's achievable but hard whether it's in producing youtube you know youtube followers or your next beat or whatever it is or whether it's a running time whether it's a a, a body shape or a body type or whatever if you've got that goal set i think um it it helps you it certainly helps me when i'm thinking about it and thinking well my goal this year is to say i've got one next year to win a part run so turn up to part running and going for it and maybe finishing second and I'm like right I've been there and now next time I'll go for it again and see if I can go one place better and goal setting helps as well with it yeah I think in incremental steps as well because sometimes people will set a goal but it's like let's say in business for example they might be like I want a million pounds next year and it's like you haven't wrote down the steps to get to that million pounds it's just like you've just got this big end goal and it's yeah it, it might not be unrealistic, but you haven't, you don't know what journey you need to take to get to that point where yeah. it'll be the same as running. You might have to write down like the incremental steps and be like, you know, just whatever it's going to take to get to that end goal mm-hmm. and then focus on those small, focus on the smaller goals rather than the end goal, if yeah. that makes sense. Because then yeah, once yeah, you yeah. start achieving the smaller goals, sooner or later, you'll be at the end goal and be yeah. like, oh shit, I'm here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's amazing, isn't it? Which is what you've done. You know, you've obviously yeah. still got a lot more to do with your, you're producing and YouTubing, but you know your your goals that you probably set two years ago. Yeah. You maybe got there quicker than you were expecting to get to, but you got there, and it's like. Yeah. If you can convert that to training and be like, right, this is where I want to be. How do I get there? You know, I want to be whatever it is. You know, have a six pack or be be bigger than I am or whatever it is. And yeah, if you can be like, right, how do I get there? How do I start? It relates whether it's producing working out running you know if you say i want to get to sub 25 minute 5k how do i get there right i i get a bit of, consistency comes up in everything doesn't it yeah definitely. producing running whatever whatever it is working out you're consistent generally you're gonna uh 
you're going to achieve it. It's when you stop being consistent that you then go back to square one. Yeah. And sometimes it can't be helped because you get injured or whatever, or you get busy, which we get. But yeah. if you remain consistent... And having those smaller goals can help with that, though, because if you start achieving smaller goals, that gives you more motivation to hit the next goal. Whereas yeah. if you just have that big goal at the end again, you don't really know how far away from it you actually are. Mm. And then that can kind of demotivate you because you're not really achieving anything. Whereas yeah. if you can have these smaller goals and tick them off like every week or every month, then it's like that just gives you more motivation. It's like it almost like tricks your brain in a way. Mm. It's like the same like yeah. end end goal, but because you're ticking things off, it's yeah, it just feels better, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. But we'll wrap it up there. We're actually gone over at 32 and a half minutes. So hopefully you've finished your 5K and you stood outside waiting for us to finish talking because you're... Uh, You've completed it and you boxed it off. And uh, thanks for coming on. And no good problem. to catch up with you again. Yeah, you too. Thanks for having me. All right, mate.